1: the Lord be with your spirit. And they tell me that in the Greek, the Lord be with your spirit is in the singular, so that would be a personal word to Timothy. Then the final statement, they say in the Greek is plural, grace be with you, and that's for the whole church. Timothy, the Lord be with your spirit, and for all of you, grace be with you. Paul began and ended every one of his letters with grace. And of course, we know in the Christian life, It begins with grace, it ends with grace,
0: and everything in between is grace. Grace is what saved you from death. Grace came from Jesus when you didn't deserve it, and grace covers all that you'll do from today on. It's because Jesus died that you have grace, and why you can now share grace with others. In today's message, Pastor Danny reminds you that everything should begin and end with grace. Let what Jesus did for you on the cross motivate your behavior and your interactions with people that you see every day. Show the world what a great change forgiveness makes. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 4 with today's edition of The Living Word. 2 Timothy chapter 4. We
1: come now to the close of this wonderful letter and it's Paul's uh, final words, the letter written to Timothy and yet inspired by the Holy Spirit and now God's recorded it and given it to us in the Bible for all of us. This last section... They call it a benediction. A benediction is um, an invocation for divine help, blessing, and guidance, and you'll find all of that in this benediction. Uh, So pick it up with me, chapter 4, verse 9. Do your best to come to me quickly, Paul's saying to Timothy. For Demas, because he loved this world, has deserted me and has gone to Thessalonica. Cretans has gone to Galatia, and Titus to Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you, because... He is helpful to me in my ministry. I sent Tychicus to Ephesus. When you come, bring the cloak that I left with Carpus at Troas and my scrolls, especially the parchments. The parchments, scholars believe, were not only sections of the Old Testament, uh, but even perhaps teachings of the Lord that had been recorded. And so basically he's saying, bring the parchments. That's his Bible, if you will. Alexander the metalworker Did me a great deal of harm. The Lord will repay him for what he has done. You too should be on your guard against him because he strongly opposed our message. At my first defense, no one came to my support, but everyone deserted me. May it not be held against them. What an attitude. But the Lord stood at my side and gave me strength so that through me the message might be fully proclaimed and all the Gentiles might hear it. And I was delivered from the lion's mouth, and he's probably writing literally because in this day, they would throw Christians to the lions. Nero is ruling, and Nero was a brutal enemy of Christianity. The Lord will rescue me from every evil attack and will bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom. What a thing to look forward to. I can face death with that hope. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. To him be glory forever and ever. Come on, on the count of three. One, two, three. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. Greet Priscilla and Aquila and the household of Anesiphorus. Erastus stayed in Corinth, and I left Trophimus sick in Miletus. That's interesting because Paul uh, was used by God to do extraordinary miracles at times, and yet one of his own ministry associates, he left sick in Miletus. God doesn't heal everybody. All the time. Do your best to get here before winter. Eubulus greets you and so do pudens Linus, Claudia, and all the brothers. The Lord be with your spirit. And they tell me that in the Greek, the Lord be with your spirit is in the singular. So that would be a personal word to Timothy. Then the final statement they say in the Greek is plural. Grace be with you and that's for the whole church. Timothy, the Lord be with your spirit, and for all of you, grace be with you. Paul began and ended every one of his letters with grace. And, of course, we know in the Christian life, it begins with grace, it ends with grace, and everything in between is grace. Paul is an aged saint here. Uh, He is in the Mamertine prison. It's still standing today in Rome. It was built a 100 years before Paul found himself as a prisoner there. And it was reserved pretty much for political enemies of Rome. Uh, Paul knows he doesn't have much time left. He's already written to us verse uh, 6 of chapter 4. I'm already being poured out like a drink offering. The time has come for my departure. I fought the good fight, finished the race. I've kept the faith. So he knows uh, these are his final days. And so he says to Timothy, do your best to come to me quickly, quickly. Now, you have to appreciate... What quickly means in this time, in this culture, versus what it means in our culture. If it were being written today and Timothy got that letter today, uh, he'd be booking a flight. He might be there before sundown, all right? Uh, But in this day, come to me quickly, quickly. When Timothy got the letter, even if he uh, went right away, it would take him four to six months to get there, traveling over land and sea, mostly land. Come to me quickly, He says, I've sent Tychicus to Ephesus. That's where Timothy is. So the message is, Timothy, you can get started as soon as you can because Tychicus is on the way to take your place. He'll complete the ministry. But I need to see you, Timothy. And it would be the last time. Paul's probably counting on the slow, grinding pace of Roman justice that would allow Timothy to beat his appointment with death. These are his final words. This is the benediction. It's a blessed benediction, it's an inspired benediction, that's why God put it here in the Bible for us. There's so many things here. You know that here there are 17 names mentioned specifically? Not only 17 names mentioned specifically, there are 19 names uh, included in the passage directly. One is Paul, he's pinning it. Another is Timothy, this is who it's written to. And then 17 names included specifically uh, that we just read in those couple of minutes of me reading it. So 19 people. And then if you add with these guys, Eubulus, Pudens, Linus, Claudia, and all the brothers. All the brothers. That's the rest of the church there. Some of these people we know a great deal about. Paul we know a lot about. we got a lot of writings about Paul. Uh, We know about his upbringing. We know about uh, his background. We know about uh, his salvation experience on the Damascus Road. We know about his ministry that was so um, tremendous. We know a lot about Paul. Timothy, we know. Uh, Paul said, i got nobody else like him. Uh, We know quite a bit about Timothy. We know he had oft illnesses, you know we know about Titus. Titus is mentioned 14 times in the New Testament. Uh, Paul refers to him in 2 Corinthians 8 as my partner and fellow worker. And uh, Titus chapter 1 verse 4, uh, he says to Titus, my true son in our common faith, which tells us personally led Titus to the Lord, my true son in our common faith. We know about Luke the doctor. Luke was a friend for tough times. He was with Paul in his first imprisonment, and now he 's with Paul in his last imprisonment, and he 's the only guy there at this point of the writing. Only Luke is with me. everybody else is gone. Paul, Paul refers to uh, Luke in Colossians 414, Luke, the beloved physician, and uh, you know why he says that, the beloved physician. Because he's beloved. What better person to have with Paul from the beginning to the end of his imprisonment and uh, through so much of his ministry life, uh, who better than a physician? Because he needed one time and time again. Luke, the beloved physician. Tychicus, we... No, he's from Asia, Acts chapter 20, verse 4. Other than that, we know Colossians 4, verse 7, Paul refers to him as a dear brother, a faithful minister, and a fellow servant in the Lord. Now hang with me, there's a point. Priscilla and Aquila, Acts chapter 18, Paul comes from Athens, he's discouraged, he didn't have very much fruit in Athens, so all the idolatry there, he comes and he says when he came to the Corinthians, he came in uh, fear and trembling. And there he meets Priscilla and Aquila. They are tent makers like him, and they hit it off. They eventually become ministry partners with him. Paul writes about them in Romans chapter 16, uh, verse 4. They risked their lives for me, Priscilla and Aquila. That's how close they became to Paul. We know from 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 19, that Aquila and Priscilla opened up their home, and they had a, a church that met in their house. They had a life group. Then there's Onesiphorus, and you only need to go back to 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 16. May the Lord show mercy to the household of Onesiphorus, because he often refreshed me. And he was not ashamed of my chains. On the contrary, when he came to Rome, when he was in Rome, he searched hard for me until he found me. May the Lord grant that he will find mercy from the Lord on that day. You know very well in how many ways he helped me in Ephesus. So he had helped Paul in Ephesus. He goes all the way to Rome for whatever reason. When he's there, he searches hard. He finds Paul and he ministered to Paul. Erastus. All we know about Erastus is he was one of Paul's helpers. And we know from Romans 16 verse 23, he was the director of public works for the city. That was his job. Trophimus. Trophimus is the guy, Acts chapter 21, uh, an uncircumcised guy from Asia that Paul brings to the temple area, and the Jews accuse Paul of bringing him beyond where an uncircumcised Gentile was to go into the court of the Jews. Paul never did, but they accused him of it. Riot breaks out because of Trophimus and the accusations they gave to Paul about him.
0: The book of 2 Timothy finds its author at the end of his time on earth. The apostle Paul had served the Lord faithfully, traveling countless miles and facing all kinds of situations and persecutions, always presenting the gospel message in truth and love. Paul began many churches and trained many leaders, one of whom this letter was addressed to, Timothy. Paul used his pen to encourage this young leader, but also to remind him that though death may be near, the work of the ministry wasn't over. Paul had more to do, and he planned to continue until he met his Savior face to face. No matter where you are in your life at this moment, God is calling you to continue serving. You have a purpose on this earth, and you can always make a difference. Your circumstances may shift and your body may age, but your Savior and his message have never changed. Continue to fight the good fight, as Paul puts it, and finish your life strong in your faith. We're so glad that you joined us today for Pastor Danny's message in the book of 2 Timothy. If you'd like to hear more teachings from the Living Word, visit ccfstpete.church. We'd also love to meet you. So if you're in the area, come be a part of our weekly gatherings at Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Petersburg, Florida. We meet Saturday at 6 p.m. and again on Sunday at 9 and 11 a.m. Join us for a time of fellowship and Bible study, digging into God's Word as a collective group of imperfect believers. Find out more at our website, ccfstpete.church. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to The Living Word.